Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's November 11th. The armistice that stopped the fighting in World War I was signed on this day in 1918. Now, I talked a little bit about the last months of World War I in August, back when I talked about the 100 Days Offensive. The Allies had been pushing really hard toward the German border since mid-October of 1918, and there had been a massive mutiny that had swept through the German fleet out at sea. And then on November 9th of 1918, Kaiser Wilhelm had abdicated and fled. It was clear that Germany was defeated. Germany's strategy toward the end of the war had tied to the hope that they could at least end the war at a place where the nation might be able to get some favorable armistice terms. But when they finally got to discussing peace terms, they had no negotiating power left. So consequently, the terms of the armistice were really severe. Germany had to withdraw from the territory that it occupied. It had to establish a neutral zone along the right bank of the Rhine River. German troops in East Africa were required to surrender. And Germany also had to repatriate its prisoners of war to the nations that they came from, but there was no corresponding provision for German POWs to be repatriated back to Germany. Germany was also supposed to surrender massive amounts of weapons and war materials, including things like 150,000 railroad cars and tens of thousands of machine guns, among many other things. The armistice also called for a blockade of Germany that had been ongoing to continue, and that blockade had obviously been extremely difficult for the people of Germany. It also invalidated two treaties that Germany had signed with other nations earlier in 1918. So at first, after getting all these terms, Germany tried to negotiate for better ones because these were very punitive, but it had nothing really to bargain with. And the Allies had troops that were preparing for another assault, including the threat of bombing Berlin. So Germany reluctantly signed the armistice. The actual armistice was signed in a railroad car at about 5 a.m., and it called for the fighting to end six hours later at 11 a.m. As word spread of the armistice, people around the world were overjoyed. The war had gone on for more than four years, and much of that four years was a grueling stalemate. Casualties were massive. Estimates are at least 9 million dead and 21 million wounded, and at least 5 million civilians died from causes that were connected to the war, like disease and starvation. And life had been seriously disrupted in the countries where the fighting was taking place, and even in the countries where there was no active fighting, there were still massive shortages and rationing, and of course, just the huge loss of life. So many people were killed. So many people lost family members and friends. So the idea on November 11th that it was over now to most civilians was a huge relief. Among the armed forces of the nations that were actively fighting at this point, though, it was a more subdued response. An armistice isn't a peace treaty. It's just an agreement to end fighting. And this armistice was to be in place for 30 days. So a lot of soldiers thought this was just temporary and that they were going to be back to fighting really soon. In Germany, the armistice also planted the seeds for ongoing discontent. A civilian named Matthias Erzberger had headed the armistice delegation, and rumors were actively spread among military leaders that Germany had not been defeated. 
that they had been stabbed in the back by Erzberger and the armistice delegation and by the German government for not adequately supporting the war. This all was threaded through with anti-Semitism, and it became a major talking point among the Nazis, especially with Adolf Hitler. In the end, though, the armistice wasn't temporary. The end of the war was formalized with the Treaty of Versailles signed on June 28th of 1919, which had some of the same terms the armistice did, as well as redrawing Germany's borders and making Germany liable for paying extensive reparations. Unfortunately, a lot of those terms turned into contributing factors for World War II. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show, and you can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for The Founder of a Faith, 